Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Regina Johnson. Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational, motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina is passionate, tenacious, and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says... We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's, that's really the purpose of Refresh. It's the end of the day for people to feel refreshed. So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Good evening. I would like to welcome you to Refresh. This is Tasha. Regina is not joining us today. She'll be back next Sunday. I would like to give a shout out to Princess Cooper and NHISG. This evening, we'll be talking with Courtney and her tribe. Um, They are going to be talking about bullying this evening. So I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to Courtney, and they are going to have some great conversation. We are excited. Go ahead, Courtney. So we have the uh, like the wonderful opportunity to talk about a topic that affects kids, teens, and adults even. Um, so we just wanted to first start off by um, telling you guys who's here. We have Chaselyn, Caitlin, um, Courtney, <laughs> Bethany, and Bree. So do any of you ladies want to tell any experiences that you may have had with bullying or you've seen? Well, I've had experience of being bullied because of my speech and how I talk. And this one girl thought, because she was really smart and she knew how to talk pretty well in grammar. So she would always criticize me, bully me every single day about how I would talk and how I would mess up my speech. And I was just really sad about it. And I didn't really know how to like overcome it. I just, I just felt really like, let down about it and I didn't really know how to move on so that's my experience on bullying you know that that's like very genuine and it it happens every day I even had a speech impediment growing up so I I can imagine how hard that was to overcome and people making fun of you is there anyone else that have an experience or they've seen um I've seen bullying within like school um I had an incident a couple years ago to where girl would bully this guy every day and I would just sit and watch and let it go by until I just ended up getting very sick and tired of her Mm -hmm. bullying him because of something she had that that something that he had that she didn't and I stood up for him and she backlashed at me and then we went into this argument and to the point where she ended she did stop after that but um I just want to let you know it, it takes one time to make a difference in someone else's life, mm-hmm. to um, impact both sides. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, that's really, really good. And I, I love like your experience. Does anyone else have anything else? Um, yeah, it is. So um, whenever I was in elementary school, um, there's this one boy, he would get picked on for his weight. And so one day this kid was bullying him and the kid that was uh, overweight couldn't take it anymore. So he um, had stabbed the kid with the pencil. And um, like, even though that like, isn't as serious as it sounds, mm-hmm. like it could have also been something else. And um, uh, we just have to be kind of like cautious of how things like that truly affect people because that could have led to something way worse. And like, I'm not saying what the kid did was like, like I'm not justifying what he did at all, but um, at the end of the day, like that kid, like, you don't know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like how he truthfully feels. So. We just have to kind of be mindful of the things we say because one day we'll reap what we sow. Yeah. And bullying is such a big topic nowadays. Everyone says the word bullying. Um, in the schools, at home, it's such a big topic. So we want to go ahead and see the definition of what bullying is. This is the true Webster definition of what bullying is. Can you? Okay. So bullying is uh, the use of superior strength or influence to intimidate someone typically to force him or her to do something that they don't want to do. And it's normally repeated a lot over amount of time. So someone, when someone feels like they have ownership, they have superiority over you. What do you guys think that looks like in school or in your life? What, what does that look like? Is it, I just feel superior because I have more money or I just have, I feel superior because I'm smarter than you. Like, what have you guys seen? What 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 is it? Um, it's not even that necessarily that they they feel superior because of money or they're smart. They may just feel like superior because they may make the feel, make the other person feel like they're not accepted into where it makes the bully feel superior, mm-hmm. but necessarily not because the the other person has something that the bully doesn't have. So it makes the other person feel beat up and let down and not accepted and then that just transfers into making them feel more superior and higher than what they're actually are mm-hmm. jason did you have anything to add to that um yes at my school um i think the main thing at my school is confidence really is key because um like at my school the most popular person at my school doesn't even have like all the brands or stuff like that it's just the way that they carry themselves what attracts people to them and so I feel like if people will bully you because you don't like of the way you carry yourself and so I feel like as long as you really just like love yourself and as long as you don't put yourself down I don't think others will because it's hard for them to really find something wrong with you whenever you don't even find anything wrong with you Mm -hmm. so I feel like at the end of the day we really can be the worst bully there is on ourselves. We bully ourselves really more than anyone else ever can. Yeah, that's that's a good spin on it and a way to put it. Because I feel like so many people just look at, oh, they're getting bullied in school, so something's going on. And, but really, we are our own. We can be our own bully with not having that confidence and really putting yourself down. I, I like that what you said there, Chase Lynn. So with this still the superiority, how do you think um, it affects you, like, kids emotionally? How do you think it affects them with 
with like their home life. Like I can't do anything about not having money because my parents are making the money. I I don't have the nice clothes or I'm not fast enough. Like how do you think this affects them emotionally? It gives you um, the mindset of not um, like gives you the mindset of not feeling like you're um, like worthy enough or good enough to do it because um, it makes you um, it beat you you end up beating yourself up so much to a point where sometimes it can lead to um, more extreme things, but necessarily you can change it and turn it into positive energy to where you can use it to be motivated and Mm -hmm. be more confident in yourself and just push forward even though they're saying this and that. It's negative, but you can push it into positive energy. Mm -hmm. That's what I do when, like, um, if someone says this about me, I just change it and try to push through it and make it motivation. Yeah. I know for me, as I was growing up, um, I was bullied because of uh, my skin tone. I am of a darker complexion. And um, the school that I was in, I was, like, the person that looked different. I was that person. And I was very, like, top down. Um, I wasn't allowed to be in the group a lot of the time. People left me out. And that really hurt me. And that made me feel like I wasn't valued. That made me feel like I wasn't loved. That made me feel like I was the lowest of the low. And even within parts of my family, like, the thought that, Bullying is not just at home. It can be parts of your family. It can be your cousin is bullying you, your aunt or your uncle. Like, with that dynamic, I think it's kind of crazy to think because no one talks about that. What do y'all think about being bullied by family members? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, you get labeled at school as, like, a certain thing. Like, oh, I'm a jock or I'm a choir person and I do all this stuff. And you, you, like, some people don't feel like they're good enough because, oh, they're not in these groups. They're not specifically um, being called out or recognized or acknowledged. And then you go home and uh, you get told something and then you feel, like, uh, offended because you're already getting told something at school. And so when you go home, uh, you just don't feel loved or apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's... That's so good, like just saying that the labels, people label people, and even on social media, you kind of get labeled. We have the people that have the check mark saying that they have made it, they are high, and that they are empowered, you know, and then we have people that have maybe 100 followers, or maybe 500 followers, and people, I get, and teens tend to think, well, I have to accommodate for that I have to make myself known to yeah I have to make myself known in order to be liked by people and isn't that kind of hard that's like that that struggle of that acceptance that's hard and knowing that if I don't fit into this box if I don't fit into what society tells me I have to be then I'm nobody what do you guys like you have anything to add and bounce off of that? Um, like sometimes, depending, like it could be your your Snapchat score is so high, then it puts you in like a box to where you try to make yourself um, feel like this and that, but necessarily you're not like that. Like you may show off like you're this on Snapchat or social media, but in school you're you're just who you are at home and 
Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen anything yeah. on any social media that you're like, ah, oh, that's not true? Or anything that took you guys by surprise? Yeah, like sometimes when you hang out around with the, with the same people for so long, you get used to their style and what they do and how they are. And then they'll do something on social media and you're like, whoa, that's mm-hmm. not really who you are. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to make sure like their highlight reel, like that they look good and that even if something is happening at their house or something is happening at school, that they still um, look good and that it looks like they're all okay. Yeah, so we put on this facade, like. I know I, I, nothing's going on with me. I'm all perfect. Did you want to add anything? Katie? Yeah, like I knew um, I knew this person, and she was getting bullied like back then, and she got um, Instagram, and she did all this to be like Miss Popular, you know, try not to be bullied anymore because she was really sad about it. It was just stuff that was going on in her family and her emotions. And so she was one of my close friends and we were looking on there and it was totally not her. Like, I mean, she does everything different. Like she just tries the hardest. And then um, she started being the bullied instead mm. of her being the one bullied. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It was just, I, she just, she started changing after that. Like, I guess we, she just started changing and being with the popular one after. Do you think she started to kind of conform yeah. to what people were telling her she needed to be or she yeah. needed to be like. Peer pressure? Oh, that peer pressure really gets you in school. Because you want to be like other people. Yeah. Because you want to be that popular kid, the one that fits in. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you want to be that popular person. You want to fit in. You want to conform. And if you don't, what happens? If you choose, you feel less I don't want to do it. You feel less than? Yeah. But then what happens in school? What do people do? They just kind of, they just kind of like look at you different. Like, I don't know, like if you're not going to do what they're doing, they just think of you less than what they think of other people that are doing the same thing as them. Hey guys, I hate to pause you. It's so good, but it is time for a break on Refresh and we will be back with Courtney and her tribe. Spreading the word of the Lord through music ministry on Gospel 107. We're live on NHISG 101.1 every Sunday. Gospel music from legends Lee Williams, Rance Allen, and Shirley Caesar. Join us for Sunday service delivered by Pastor Regina Johnson, Pastor Russell Moore, and Pastor Johnny Ray Noble. Bible study with Pastor Aaron B. Williams. And Christian Talk Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Pastor Annie Sally. Pastor Warren Sally and Benita Coney. Gospel 107, every Sunday on Never Had It So Good, 
spreading the word of the Lord through music ministry on Gospel 107. We're live on NHISG 101.1 every Sunday. Gospel music from legends Lee Williams, Rance Allen, and Shirley Caesar. Join us for Sunday service delivered by Pastor Regina Johnson, Pastor Russell Moore, and Pastor Johnny Ray Noble. Bible study with Pastor Aaron B. Williams and Christian Talk Radio with Pastor Annetta Watson, Pastor Annie Sally, Pastor Warren Sally, and Benita Coney. Gospel 107, every Sunday on Never Had It So Good, 101.1. No, I'm not backing. I'll walk the line. Stay out the way. Yeah, never speak my mind. Living in a shade of gray. But the more I get to know me, the more you start to show me.
story about family and how I'm just going to be honest and transparent. My family was that. They they labeled me as a certain person. They labeled me um, as a certain way and a certain look. I was uh, diagnosed with, like, a learning disability, and um, I, I was, like, on the very low end of the spectrum. So I struggled in school. It was really, really hard for me to um, to juggle life, just figuring out how, learning how to read and learning how to manage my own emotions because I am very emotional and just not looking like what society wanted me to look like. So it was so hard. And I can remember a time we all came together during, um, I don't know, Thanksgiving or Christmas, uh, but yeah, we all came together. And my sister, Jessel, happens to be very, very light, very, very light. And I'm more of the darker, I'm the chocolate complexion. I, I call myself chocolate milk chocolate, and she's more of like the caramel look. And um, someone flat out, I don't remember if it was my aunt or my uncle, they flat out said, mm, you're not the pretty one here. You're not, you're, you're not going to really amount to anything because of your color and because of your skin tone. And just feeling that way and just seeing like, whoa, well, who am I? I'm not pretty. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to amount to anything. I'm dumb. I can't, like, I, I don't know how to read. I don't know how to articulate myself in that manner. With them not knowing that part of me and them just picking on my look, that was hurtful. And that carried me down the line until I was, like, in high school. And it was like a switch that came off, y'all. It literally was just a switch. And, um, I was like, I'm, I'm not what these people say I am. And it all was in, in my identity. So what, what was my identity grounded in? It was in what people thought of me. And even to this day, I still struggle with that. I'm a people pleaser. So I want people to like me. I want people to uh, accept me. So knowing that, like, how do, you, how do you guys think you can find your identity? How do you think, what do you guys think, how do you think you can find your identity with dealing with things like that? Um, just just making sure, like, you know who you are, um, doing little things throughout the day or throughout the week to um, just ensure yourself um, that, you know, I am, I am loved, I am grateful, mm-hmm. I, am, I am great in what I do, and I, and I love what I'm doing, and, you know, make sure you, you love yourself too. Make sure you have um, like self-preservation about yourself, and you feel loved about yourself. What about you, Caitlin? Um, what well, what I did is I struggled with that sometimes. Is finding who I am and what I'm meant to do mm-hmm. on this earth. And um, well, someone told me just to like pray, like get somewhere really quiet, and just pray and see what God tells me what I am put. What what's my purpose to do mm-hmm. on this earth, and what am I kind of here for? And you know, cause and it really helped me a lot. And he talked to me, and it was it was good because it helped me know that this is what I'm kind of here for. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm meant for something, and everybody's meant for something. We're just not placed here on this earth for no reason. Yeah, but it's just how we deal with it is how we get there. Mm-hmm. Like I know how I kind of. Um, pushed through that, I found, I went, I started, I always went to church, but I um, 
found a mentor. Her name was Kimberly Montague, and I love her to death. We're still, like, really, really good friends, and I looked up to her. She, I always thought she was fabulous. She always wore, like, the cutest clothes, and her makeup was always on point all the time. I didn't understand how. (laughs) And um, she literally just showed me, like, how, how to, I guess, take care of myself, how to be a woman, how to um, love myself for who I am and in my own skin. So she would have me put sticky notes on my uh, bathroom window about different different scriptures and different things about myself that I thought, what did I think was good about myself. And it was like some simple thing. I'm really good at organizing, y'all. Really, really good at organizing. So you know what? I'm going to be the bombest organizer in the world. You know, like stuff like that. I found things that I loved about myself, and it just kept spiraling into something that was beautiful. And I ended up, now I'm like a probably too confident sometimes because I'm like, man, I, I got this. I can do this. Um, and I don't think a lot of people reach that point. I don't think a lot of people get to that because now I just tell my, like, my family, I don't have time for negative negativity. Like, I don't need that in my life. Y'all, it, it's this fine. And I just push through because I know my calling. I know my purpose. And I know God put me on this earth. So my family, I love them. I love them to death, you know. They're my family in the end of the day, but they only know what they've learned. And they only know what they see. And they only know how, what they experience. And I know that. And I'm aware of that. So I'm going to love on them and, you know, continue to push forward. But I can't hate them for that. Okay. Um, I feel like all the time I'm being told, like, embrace the positivity. Don't think of negative things. And uh, a lot of times I feel like uh, – like, I have to be like my brothers and sisters to be liked. I have to be mm-hmm. like other friends. And uh, when I feel inadequate or I feel like I'm not good enough, I go to some Bible verses such as Ephesians 2.10 where it says, I'm handcrafted a work of art. Okay. And uh, 1 Corinthians 3.16 where it says, I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. And then uh, just to make sure that I have it planted firm in my mind that God knows the plans he has for me, I use Jeremiah 29.11, that he wants to prosper and not harm us. And uh, I feel like it's very important just to be able to know uh, who you are. Don't base your identity um, off of uh, what other people say you are, but to truly look in God's word and see what he says about you. Mm -hmm. And to think of yourself as a temple. To think of yourself as, like, the highest place, like something that's holy. Thinking about, okay, God knit me in my mother's womb. He knew me before I was even here. So why am I stressed out about someone who is talking bad about me? Like, why am I stressed out? What is in me that wants that approval? You know, because I am approved. I got that stamp of approval a long time ago. And so I, I love those Bible verses because it's just so true. It's like we are the temple. We are um, God's beautiful children. Also, um, not being fearful and what you walk in and how you walk to be confident Um there's a Bible verse that I say in the mornings, um, Psalms 127, 1, um, it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? Mm-hmm. So I say that every morning, and it just builds up my confidence to make sure that you're not 
fearful in what you do and how and how you walk and make that you know who I like you know who what my identity is and who I am because um I struggle with that being um confident in myself because just because of you know you see things and like oh I want to be like them mm-hmm. but you're you're your own person like um be unique be unique, be unique. and you're um that God only created one you. God only created one Brianna or one Bethany or one Caitlin because he, he put you on this earth for a purpose mm-hmm. because he knows that you might go, go off and fly off the radar, but he knows you're going to come back and get back on track and back online because just of who he created you in your mother's womb because he knew your identity, mm-hmm. even though you might not know it right now, but it's coming. And like, Isn't it? I think it's so beautiful that all of us are so different. All of us are so unique. To our fingerprints, to our like our hair textures, to our skin tones, like all of us are so different. Our personalities are different, and I don't think whoever created us, <laughs> you know, God created us. He was he's very smart, very very smart. It's really interesting to see the dynamics between everyone, and the fact that we all want to conform to what one person decided like to say that this is beautiful or you're too loud so you need to calm down or you you're too quiet so you need to speak up but God put those things inside of you and that's beautiful and God put different gifts like I cannot sing to save my life but Bethany can sing like crazy I cannot like at all and there's different qualities in us that we need to let shine you know like what do you guys what do you guys think about that yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah, no. So, um, I I personally think, um, also like we need to really embrace the things that we're good at, but we're scared of, you know, like doing because we're scared of the outcome of it. Um, like whether you can sing but are scared to in front of people, mm-hmm. or whether you can dance but you know are told that you don't have rhythm, so you just choose to go do something else. Um, and then, you know, like, you may even be good at that thing that you choose, like, to do, but there's always that one chance that I know I could have done something mm-hmm. great, and and you just left it. So I truly feel like um, that's a thing we have a choice at doing. Because, like, at the end of the day, if you go out there and you look a hot mess, but you truthfully feel like, hey, I did something, that's all that honestly matters, no matter what anyone says. And so even, like, me um, growing up, like, I had a really good voice singing. I had a really good singing voice. I really could sing. And, like, um, in June, uh, when I was 13, I had a thyroidectomy, and now I can't sing to save my life. Like, for real, for real, I can't sing anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that really could have been a thing I really could have embraced. And even it could have been a very beautiful thing. So I feel like whenever God truly blesses us to really just be who we are and, like, really just, because music has always been my thing, like, shine through, like, something he's really given us. I feel like that's something we should really just take advantage of and run with and just embrace, because at the end of the day, we won't. You know what I mean? Like, that opportunity may never be there. It could be there and then gone the next day. Yeah, that's good. And it all goes down to your identity and knowing who you are, but it's allowing those um, feelings and those emotions and going through the process of figuring yourself out, it's it, that that all that's what it is, and um, and that process is very hard, and it's very very real. 
And I, I had my mom. I had a support system that encouraged me. But it took me stepping out and being real and being vulnerable and telling her what was going on because she had no idea. Um, so finding your identity is a big thing. Uh, I kind of struggled with stepping out. Like, I played soccer, and, well, when I was younger, we tried, like, this competitive kind of thing, and I wasn't the best one out there. I was one of the non-good ones, Mm -hmm. but I tried, and I kept on getting knocked down by my coach, and, like, just saying that I couldn't play, I can't do this, there's not going to be anything, and I really wanted to make this a career for me. And, well, I would just cry every single day about it because I really felt bad about my own self. And then, well, it was something that I loved. So my mom wanted me to do rec soccer. So we tried that out. And I just absolutely loved soccer. I would do anything to play for it, anything like that. So we tried competitive again. And, well, I found that coach that used to teach me, and he, he um, comes around. And he kind of looks at me, mm-hmm. and he gives that eye to me. Like, I just can't do it. But I felt like I was meant to do something with soccer. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy I have, like, the second chance of doing it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, like, really, really, really neat. And just seeing that experience, and it's going to push you forward. And you can either choose to continue moving forward or letting that <clears throat> stop you. And if you feel that that is something is stirring inside of you, you should go for it. Hey, guys, it's time for another break. So we'll be back with Courtney and the tribe in a few minutes. I need 
identity 
identity, identity. And that's something that can be very, very difficult. Um, but with with my with, with my experience and finding your identity, I t- I talked about um, how I ended up having to love myself and loving my family. But finding that forgiveness for them, with them being so cruel and so mean and saying mean things and treating me in such horrible ways, how do, how to find that forgiveness and how do I serve them in the way that God wants me to serve them and and loving and like my definition of kind of love is finding a need and meeting it. It's like I find what they need, I find uh, what burdens them, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to serve you no matter what. But how do you get to that point? What do you guys think? How do you get to that point of like, hey, I know you did me wrong, you did me dirty. But I forgive you. And how do you forgive yourself? Well, how I did it is I just kind of, like, thought about it on, well, maybe they've got bullied before. And usually that is what happens. When they're the person bullying you, they just feel bad about their own self. And they knock themselves down all the time. And they've got bullied before. And I just, like, thought about that when I got bullied. And I was like, okay, well, um, I should just forgive them. Because that's the easiest way to go, and you need to be the bigger person, even though you don't want to. Just sometimes it's easier just to be the bigger person sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's hard at first, but when you get it over with, it's just like a whole entire block that's really felt for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, forgiving someone is really hard because you you know it's just it's just a human characteristic that being wrong or forgiveness is hard. Um, I know for me when. When I did stand up for the person that was getting bullied, um, letting it go by for so long was maybe not the best idea um, to see that he was crying or um, that she was just nitpicking at everything. And it's until um, that that you know that you can make an impact um, and you won't be the next person to get bullied by that person, that um, knowing who you, what you walk in and who you step in, that you know that there might not be people there to back you up, but you have someone else's back. So that made it that can make an impact in the bully's life and the person who's getting bullied because um, you've helped you've helped them make find a hole to where they can forgive the person even though it might be hard um, for them. Yeah, that's like that's that's really, really good. So like whenever I look at my family and I look at my father, um, I look at how they grew up. I look up. I look at um, what did they experience. I really try to tap in and see how were their their lives, and um, like what was their home life about, and why do they feel the need to attack me? Why do they feel the need to pick on me? And I know, like my dad does not know how to say I love you. He he cannot figure it out. But I know that because no one ever told him I love you. No one ever showed that love and affection. So even though as a, as a girl, as a woman, that hurts me because we want to feel that. We want to feel that love. Um, uh, but knowing that and being aware that that is a thing and being aware that people's home lives are not always as peachy as they put on TV, you know. It's not all picture perfect. And it's being aware of that. Um, so that's how I figured out how to forgive. That's how I figured out how to forgive my family. It's like they don't know any better. 
So why am I going to beat myself up about it? So I had to learn to forgive myself in that manner. Uh, Chasen, did you have anything to add on to about forgiving yourself? Um, yeah, I just think uh, the main point is, like, once you just forgive yourself, it's like, like Caitlin said, it's just like a big burden is lifted off of you because then wherever you walk in that confidence, people won't feel the need mm-hmm. to say anything else. And it's just like, it's like you hit the reset button yeah. and things are just better. You know, it, for me, it just feels like it's better automatically. And I'm like, even in my life, like I have like, um, like with me, I've always been a very like pretty confident person. Um, like nothing's really bothered me. Like, because a lot of people would say I'm, like, either if people were to call me ugly or, like, different, I would just be like, well, I'm the ugly one, not you, so why are you worried about it? That's, like, that's I'm funny. Just, I'm the ugly one, not you. I said, why are you, you know, it's my face, so why do you care so much? Yeah. So, obviously, I might not be that ugly if you're all up in it. But, you know, I say stupid stuff like that. <laughs> and I would just not care, like, and so, like, one time, I feel like also with the family members, family member said something to me and it's like it, but they said something about something I used to deal with and that really hurt me because I had an I used to be like a little overweight when I was younger and it was like kind of like an insecurity I dealt with because like over a period of time I lost a great deal of weight mm-hmm. so um whenever the um family member brought up that I was gaining weight it like made me just kind of like go back to that so it just made me feel like upset about that mm-hmm. but I feel like once I really just like was like you know what it doesn't even matter because we say stupid stuff like that and it wasn't even a big deal yeah at the end of the day I'm like I'm so reacting yeah like it's not even that big of a deal so um I'm like as long as I'm healthy and I have diabetes I'm good so yeah you good I just you know it's like <laughs> as long as you can um on her on her story kind of um uh, when, like, people would knock me down or say stuff about it, I would just tell myself, well, a difference is good, you know, like, I can be different, like, you don't want to be normal, the same as, like, the popular people, kind of, like, typecast, like, I don't want to be that, I just want to be my own self, and that's just how I get through my day sometimes when people start calling me weird or you're loud or stuff like that, it's like, okay, well, difference is good, and walk my way out of there. Difference is good, I like it. Uh, that that's definitely something that I have to remind myself every day. Hey, difference is good, and I'm gonna run in it. And I have, like I said, I have so much confidence, y'all. I I know what, what I like. I know there's some people that are tomboys, but y'all, I, give me my earrings and my cute shoes and my dresses, and I'm all there. And I don't I don't really care if people say you you're overdressed. And I'm like, I'm gonna do me. You don't look you do you. And we keep going on, you know. I just keep going. So, was it you? You forgive yourself. You forgive others. Now, how do you think we can help and affect people that are being bullied? You know, like what would be y'all's message to to them, like to other people that maybe aren't and are? Um, I think uh, something that's important, uh, like if you're being bullied, to realize who you are, but also realize that. If you're embracing what somebody's negative uh, words are towards you, and uh, you're saying, "Oh, well, that's what I am." If you're saying, if somebody's telling you, "Oh, you're a loser," and you're saying, "Oh, well, I'm a loser," other people are going to think that you're a loser, and so therefore, um, you're never going to get out of that. So I believe that uh, it's really important to realize that uh, forgiveness is for you. Um, it's not 
just for the other person. It's for you to be able to let go and uh, let go of the anger that you have towards someone or the, um, and just truly loving them for who they are uh, because you're, you don't need to be like anyone else because uh, there's already a Brie in the world. There's already a Bethany. There's already a Chaselyn. And so just be yourself. Be different, just like Caitlin and Chaselyn and Brie and everyone in this group has already said. Just be you. Yeah, it's really good. One thing is if you see someone that's getting bullied, I would step right in because that's how it's going to help. And the person that's bullying that person, they're just going to feel like they're stupid because they're because that first one, no one's going to stand up there and be like, oh, it's okay. I can do it. Like, you know, no one's going to tell me, no, I got this. But then when someone steps in, they're like, oh, I guess I can't do it. So they just stop, and then they, the person that is getting bullied is not getting bullied anymore. And I feel like you just have to have that courage and know who you are to step in. Be and, yeah, be bold and just go in and do it. That's also um, another thing is make sure you're – you're walking and you, you're self-confident in yourself. That goes back to um, identity and knowing who you are, as Caitlin was saying, and Bethany about being bold and that just you, that you need to know that, you know what, they might think this of me, but you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this because it's, what, it's what's best for me and for, it's good for me in a way to let go and to forgive um, and just give that uh, burden, as Caitlin was saying, off of my shoulders. Um, it, it makes you feel um, more confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jason? Mm-hmm. No? Well, I think it is like, it's very, very important to always think about love. Yeah. That's the whole core of this. Think about our world and our society and where we are. Do you think love is at the core? No. Yeah. Not right now. Not right now. Right now, yeah. Do you think, well, it's a different type of love. It's not the love that really, God, really put us on this earth to to show. And why Jesus came down to this earth, that's not the kind of love that we're seeing today. And I know for me, let's be real, it was kind of selfish on my part at this moment in time, but whenever I was in school, I would always kind of be, try to be nice to everyone and even as people will call people the weird people, because like school, like we always got bomb threats at our school, shootings. It was a thing. It is a thing. So I would always, I feel bad because I would always, my mom, you know, mom, I'm trying to be nice to everybody. Because what if I'm nice to that one person that is being picked on, that is being mean, and they spare my life? Like that, it's so real, and that's something that I did talk to my mom about. And that it is a selfish thing, and it's not really the reason why God really told us to love. But thinking about what kind of an impact could I have made if I, you know, since I just loved on that person. If I sat with him at, or her at lunch, if I, you know, showed, lo- like showed love in many, many different ways. If I picked them in a game, if I was their partner when no one else wanted to be their partner. They might be weird. They might smell a little funny sometimes. Different things. People get picked on for different things. But it's it's showing that. What about you, Kayla? Um, for me, I've I've always heard that you have to love everybody. You don't have to like them, but you have to love them. And I know that is really hard for us now, like regular people. Like this person can be getting on your nerves twenty four seven, and you're like, no, I'm not gonna love them. <laughs> like I I don't like them at all, and I'm not gonna love them. But for me, I I don't know. I just I just try to love them as much as I can. Like, 
I'm not going to like you probably, but deep down I try my best to love everybody. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I've just grown up on it that you need to love everybody, but you don't have to like them first. You just have to deep down in your heart actually love them. Yeah, I think it's it's all in treating people well. It's treating people with dignity, treating people, honoring people with, you know, with respect. No matter what they might have said about you or did to you, and it's hard to love on someone. Like I said, it's hard to serve my father. But now, as I see it, he is a whole different man, y'all. He now is starting to say, I love you. It's weird. Those are all. We look at him like he's crazy sometimes. <laughs> but it's, it's awesome that he can say, I love you, because we're showing that love that Christ did to us. Or he, he's doing this weird thing now where he won't say that he's concerned or worried about us, but he'll go tell my mom, hey, she hasn't been home, and we haven't heard from her. Can you go and call her so he doesn't seem like he's worried? And, like, things like that is showing care. And with, I can just see the difference. And whenever I wasn't showing that love and affection and serving him and being that person for him, and now that I am, he's a totally different man. And I'm like, whoa, who are you, Matthew? I don't know. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, love and acceptance also comes back to identity and bullying because um, the bullies may be only bullying because they weren't accepted into a certain group or weren't loved by family members or certain people because that's kind of what the main thing is of bullying. They might not have felt accepted and so they make a um, a group of their own who they're, they're only like this and they'll lash out and be like this to other people to make sure they're not loved and, and still um, accepted. And you can also make a difference in the bully's life or the, the person being bullied um, because you can just change different ways and you can tell them okay to stand up that that makes an impact and a difference in someone who's being bullied because it shows them you know what I I do and I can have the courage to stand up to someone even though they might be bullying me because of this or that um that we should do to make a difference in someone's life yeah that's that's really really good and just remembering in this whole concept this whole thing of bullying is finding your identity, knowing who you are, and not letting people define, define you, um, loving yourself, finding forgiveness in yourself and other people, making a difference, and love. Love surpasses everything. Love can change your whole concept of thinking. And if we, if we can tap into that, like, wouldn't this be a crazy, awesome world? If we all just tapped into that and no one felt that they were less than themselves, that they weren't good enough. Just bring people up. Just bring people up. Lift people up. Be an uplifter. You know? Or not not a bystander. Don't be a bystander. Be an uplifter. Do you guys have to add anything to that? Also kind of being like a leader than necessarily a follower. Um, Just bending back instead of being, and just go ahead and push forward. And you know what? I am this person, and you know what? I'm gonna lead these people to greatness because, at the end of the day, we're we're not always gonna be on this earth for something. So that's just a good thing to um, try. Yeah. So just remember that we are on this earth for a reason. We have a purpose. We have a calling. 
and even if someone's bullying you, someone's trying to push you down, remember that something's going on. Something's in, going on in their life, and remember to love them. Love yourself and find that passion and that drive to keep you pushing you forward. Um, that's something that I did, and I feel like that's something that these girls have done. So to always remember to stay strong and talk to people. Open up um, and try to be vulnerable because that's the only way you're going to get through it. Guys, this is the end of the show. Thank you for joining us on Refresh. We'll be back next Sunday at the same time. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.